the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, it was a beautiful weekend at the Trump rally in Delaware, Ohio. We'll talk about that. Love to hear your perspective if you were among the thousands there. I've not seen a crowd estimate. Wouldn't trust one if I saw it because if there's one thing I can tell from the media coverage of the event Saturday at the Delaware County Fairgrounds, it is that our media is not interested in showing the connection that there is between Donald Trump and his voters, his admirers. Welcome to a Monday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. I'm glad to have you. We'll have Bernie Moreno, former Senate candidate on the show at 1133. Bernie has endorsed J.D. Vance, as has President Trump. We'll talk to Bernie Moreno about the day Saturday. Bernie was seated uh, with me, uh, near me, and uh, his future son-in-law, Max Miller, who likely will be a uh, congressman from um, Ohio by this November's election or at after this November's election. Max Miller was one of the speakers. So was your congressman, Mike Carey, uh, Madison Gilbert, who's running for Congress. She's uh, very, very impressive. And so it was a great day. It was a fun day. It was an enlightening day. And let me just tell you, you can't understand the connection that Donald Trump has with his fans unless you witness it firsthand. It was quite something. Weather cooperated. Gorgeous day. Warm but windy, so it was cool, not too hot. Isn't that fitting on April the 25th, the perfect day? Uh, (laughs) I'll explain that joke a little bit later. But the warm temperatures have a downside. Before we get to the Trump rally, it must be noted that, as I predicted during the winter when the murder rate for 2022 was off to a slow start in Columbus, now that it's getting warmer, the temperatures are rising. So are the tempers. And we had two shootings Saturday at a city park, a... 19-year-old man murdered, a 20-year-old woman murdered in separate shootings. We had a drive-by shooting Sunday night on the west side. 13-year-old girl shot in the arm. She got down. Fortunately, she was not killed. And we have a murder already this morning. Dead body in the street in Linden. So, um, Andrew Ginther and his uh, feckless leadership of our city... Elaine Bryant, not making any. She's bringing Detroit to Columbus, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Nothing good is happening on the crime front in Columbus. Just so you know, that murder rate, record total 2021, record total 2022. Unfortunately, we cannot bet against it being a a record total in 2020, record total in 2021. Unfortunately, we cannot bet against it being a record total as well in our current year of 2022. But to the rally in Delaware County, uh, Donald Trump is... Amazingly energetic. 
Uh, that is the one thing that really jumped out at me besides how much energy he draws from the crowd. But he is really, really able to do what a president must do, which is engage cognitively, read a room, command a room. I watched President Trump take pictures with a lot of the donors and dignitaries who were there on Saturday. Uh, yes, I was able to get a picture um, thanks to the Trump campaign with him. Don't have it yet. Hope it arrives because I'd love to put it on our Facebook page. There is a picture of me speaking on the Facebook page. And I've had requests to replay my speech, which I may do after we talk to Bernie Moreno today, even at 1145 or at noon. But let's hear from the uh, unfortunately former president uh, showing here how he seamlessly jumps in and out of topics and keeps the crowd in the palm of his hand the entire time. But you have to vote for America first Republicans. There's no better proof that our country is being run by a deranged group of extremists than the treacherous crusade against American energy and Ohio energy. Yeah, he's able to personalize it, bring it down to the local level, and he's also able, uh, more than able, to make a joke from time to time. Now our country is being destroyed. Country's being destroyed. Our country's going to hell. We've never had anything like this. And we have a president right now, sadly, who has absolutely no idea what the hell is happening. He's shaking hands with the air. He's walking around somewhat bewildered. I'd say it's no good and taking orders from the Easter Bunny. You saw that one? No, no, no. You know, the Easter Bunny was a political operative. He did a good job, actually. That guy, we should hire that guy. He was very good. He said, no, no, don't talk. Don't talk. Don't talk to those people. So does he have a teleprompter? Yes. Does he use it? Not very often. Once in a while. But he jumps in, jumps out, engages. Um, Really amazing to see. Now, the crowd showed up early. I got there at about 2.30. Already a ton of people. The Trump people do a phenomenal job with the pageantry, the scene setting of the occasion. The music is totally on point. Lots of pro-America mixture of country and rock. You're not going to be alienated by the music. You're going to be drawn in, engaged, and a little bit hyped. You're just going to be happy. And that was the one thing that really stood out to me about the crowd was just how much fun everybody was having, even well in advance of the president's speech. And he did confound uh, me because I thought for sure there's no way he's speaking on time at 7. He actually came out at 645. Came out at 6.45, spoke for more than an hour and a half, and had the crowd in the palm of his hand the whole entire time. The other thing that I noticed about the speakers, wow, is Mike Lindell popular. Wow, is Mike Lindell popular. The people there love Mike Lindell. And he gave a rousing speech as well. So uh, really cool all the way around when I pulled in. I don't know for the rest of you, 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. Were you able to park close enough that that you got the bomb-sniffing dog treatment in your car? You had to lift your hood, open your trunk, let the Secret Service search it. Uh, There was parking nearby at Delaware Hayes High School. Not really nearby. That's a pretty good walk. 
A lot of people were uh, allowing people to park on their lawns, charging for parking. Hey, it's capitalism, man. Uh, But it was just a great day, a phenomenal day. The president uh, spoke about an hour after I uh, and others concluded our, I guess, first part of the program. It was um, really cool to see the motorcade come in, and the security aspect of it was also neat. With a line of tents that the president's SUV and motorcade backed through, to keep him out of public view, obviously out of harm's way. So uh, the Secret Service agents are, uh, they're not in the mood for joking. I didn't try, but you can just tell the vibe they're setting off. No, not up for it. And they're standing and scanning the crowd. Just the whole thing was neat to see. And I hope you, if you had the opportunity to go, I hope you took your children. Look, I get it. You might not be a Trump fan, but American history on your back doorstep? You got to go see it. You got to go see it. Now, as for the president's endorsement of J.D. Vance, a lot of you have made it known to me via email, bruce at 9890answer.com, how steamed you are that the president has endorsed J.D. Vance. Uh, I have a message for all of you that you need to heed We will talk about it next on The Bruce Hooley Show. Be interested to get your perspective if you were at the Trump rally on Saturday. Love to hear what you thought of it. The first one you've been to. um, One gentleman came from Tampa, Florida, said he was on like Trump rally number 40-something. He was the guy down front with the Bikers for Trump. Uh, like WWE championship belt. You see, I mean, just this, I love people watching the flags, everything. Awesome, awesome scene. Uh, 23 was getting backed up right about 2.30. Uh, I went north of the fairgrounds, meandered my way in through a back way. Uh, but the Secret Service had it all blocked off. A lot of people walking in. Just, just a really cool thing. I always tell you, I always tell you, you're not alone. Not only are you not alone, you're not in the minority. You're not. You are in the all-too-silent majority. But probably not if you're at the Trump rally. You're probably one of the real courageous people who's out there and really fighting for the things that are right, the things that are right in our schools, the things that are right on the border, the things that are right domestically, economically. Now, those were topics I tried to touch on in my speech, and I was very honored to be asked to speak and uh, had a blast doing it. And uh, we'll replay the speech for you about five minutes long at some point in the show today. But first and foremost, let me say, as I stressed in the uh, wrap-up to my speech on Saturday, it is great when your candidate wins in the primary. We have a very spirited Senate primary. J.D. Vance got the endorsement of Donald Trump today. He picked up the endorsement of Secretary of State Frank LaRose. Josh Mandel has a spate of endorsements. So does Mike Gibbons. So does Jane Timken. She's got Rob Portman's endorsement, the man whose seat they are all running for. Uh, Matt Dolan apparently has uh, law enforcement in the state of Ohio who are endorsing him, some law enforcement. Let me say one thing about Matt Dolan's commercials, okay? Matt Dolan's commercials say, I'm the only one who's done this. I'm the only one who's enacted legislation. Well, the last time I checked, to enact legislation or take credit for legislation that is enacted, you actually have to be elected to public office. 
Mike Gibbons is an investment banker. Josh Mandel is, uh, you know, a, a consultant, I think, is how Josh has made uh, his money while he's not been state treasurer. Jane Timken was president of the Ohio Republican Party. J.D. Vance is an author and a venture capitalist. None of them hold elected office. So, yeah, Matt Dolan is the only one because Matt Dolan is the only one who could have, okay? So I'm the disingenuous political ads, not a fan of them. And you know I'm not a fan of Matt Dolan, and I've told you why. And that's why Matt Dolan's people have not reached out to come on the show because they know we'll talk about his co-sponsorship of the Equality Act which is absolutely positively not a conservative position. But regardless of who you support in the primary, support them with all your might, all your fervor, all your can- all your candor, all your energy, all your passion. Great. But don't be obsessed with winning the primary. Don't be obsessed, as I've said before, with being ahead at halftime. The primary is halftime, Right. You always see statistics in games on television when the NBA, NFL play. This team is 51-2 and when ahead at halftime. Being ahead at halftime is nice. Gives you an advantage. Great to be ahead at halftime. Can't run in the general if you're not ahead at halftime in the primary. But let me say this. There is no pro-life Democrat that I know of anywhere. Show me one if you got one. And so I can say unequivocally, unless you can show me a pro-abortion Republican, and I don't know of any of them, every Republican is superior to every Democrat. Because I don't think on Judgment Day I'll be asked whether I was a globalist or a populist. I don't think I'll be asked if I was a Democrat or Republican. I don't think I'll be asked... If I'm pro-tariff or anti-tariff. But I would not be surprised if I'm asked what I did to protect the weakest in our society. The unborn. Yes, kids in the inner city. Big problem. Definitely have to have their backs as well. But they have at least a fighting chance of making it out. Because they're alive and kicking. The babies in the womb... Completely defenseless. So there is no Democrat superior to any Republican, unless you can show me a pro-life Democrat and a pro-abortion Republican. So let me just say, posts like this from Facebook that I'm looking at from Always Right Radio, well, you're not always right. Even though you're my colleague, Bob France, and I like Bob France, I know Bob France a little bit, You're not right when you say that President Trump may have surrendered to the swamp by endorsing Dr. Oz and J.D. Vance. Okay? Bob and I have a disagreement. Maybe we should do a segment together. He can point out his disagreements and I can point out mine. But I'm not about damaging the brand in advance of the final score. Okay? If Mandel wins, I'll support him. If Timken wins, I'll support her. If Gibbons wins, I'll support him. If Vance wins, I'll support him. I will not tell you who to vote for in a volatile race like this because, honestly, I haven't made up my mind yet. On the Republican side for governor, the same. You might have to hold your nose if Mike DeWine is your candidate in November. Better to hold your nose and vote for Mike DeWine 
than have marijuana smoke and fumes wafting throughout the state of Ohio and all the crime that will come with that if John Cranley is elected. Better to hold your nose and vote for Mike DeWine than have Nan Whaley coming after your guns or trying to institute throughout the state of Ohio mandatory pre-K child care like she has in Dayton. Okay? So no thanks to Cranley. No thanks to Whaley. No thanks to Tim Ryan. No thanks to wacko Morgan Harper. No thanks to any Democrat. So get over yourself if you don't like the president's endorsement. And that person wins the primary. You're entitled to not like it. I just don't think it helps the cause. It doesn't help us win the game if we engage in a circular firing squad. To me, that is silly. So we'll have former Senate candidate Bernie Moreno on the show at 1133. Here, you want a true confession? Bernie Moreno was my candidate. I was I would have voted for Bernie Moreno at the point Bernie Moreno dropped out of the race. Now, I don't know, Bernie Moreno would have taken on some radical position I didn't like in the aftermath of that or done something I didn't care for or another candidate wowed me. But at that point when Bernie Moreno dropped out, I would have taken Bernie Moreno and voted for him. Aaron, if you want me to take that, I don't see the name. Oh, it is Bernie. Okay, well, we'll get Bernie at 11.33. Thanks, Bernie's calling in early. Great. Uh, Very good. So, again, halftime score, great. Gives you an advantage. Of course it does. If you're making the comparison between electoral politics and a professional football or basketball game, you can't run in the general, unless you're a dope and you want to run a third-party candidacy. You can't run in the general unless you win the primary. But after the primary are, the primary is over on May the 3rd, get on board the GOP train. What, are you, uh, you pro? S-E-L-C-R-T? Sexual ideology, gender orientation in schools? Are you, are you for that? Are you for millions of illegal aliens teaming across our southern border? You don't think we have enough fentanyl in our country? You'd like to see us embarrassed on the world stage again like we were in Afghanistan? You think it makes sense that we're sending millions of dollars in military aid to Ukraine so they can hold off Russia or maybe defeat Russia? Although heaven knows we're afraid to say that because I don't know why we can't just come out and say we'd like Vladimir Putin to lose the war in Ukraine. And then at the same time, begging Putin to troubleshoot a new, worse Iran nuclear arms deal so Iran can do what it's made no bones about wanting to do, blow Israel off the face of the earth. If all that makes sense to you, then on your ballot, look for the D and check the box next to that. But if you'd like for our country to get back to its founding values and you think that you grew up in a great place, vote Republican. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.